Welcome to the Mama Theologians podcast. Mama Theologians is an online motherhood ministry on mission to revive spiritual growth in the midst of motherhood. We offer our devotional, conversational, and narrative podcast episodes to further equip mothers in theological study, biblical literacy, and spiritual formation. We pray that God will use these offerings for His glory and that He will revive and deepen your spiritual growth in Jesus. For today's episode, you'll hear Kelsey Folsom reading her essay, Prioritizing Delight in the Trenches of Motherhood. Bright cherry red filled in every crack of my lips, painting over the pre-performance jitters with a touch of confidence. I smoothed out the wrinkles of my black and gold floral print cocktail dress, finishing a set of vocal warm-ups before stepping on stage. It was a big night. An old jazz club in downtown Porto, Portugal had opened its exclusive doors to our big band orchestra, which was traveling for a few weeks, partnering with local churches and inner city ministries to foster connections, start meaningful conversations, and educate the next generation of musicians. I was young and felt insignificant among the older, more experienced band members. I swallowed my insecurities and walked up the steps, taking the microphone with a smile. I flashed my eyes and opened my mouth, leaning into the trumpets and saxophones. Irving Berlin's Blue Skies was the first song lifting me out of my head and into my skin to feel each moment of making music, to embody the joy and the fervor of surrendering to a melody I didn't write but fully resonated with. I sang and sang, pouring out my soul, not caring if anyone liked it. I bowed after the last tune, Aretha Franklin's Climb in Higher Mountains, having belted out the memory of the many women before me who had left it all on stage. I returned the microphone to our director and walked back to my seat on a cloud of gratitude. I can think of nothing on earth that makes me happier, that tunes me into everything God made me to be, than making music. Eight years, one husband, four kids, and 14 moves later, This is still true, and also why I recently bought a used piano. God made me to mirror his love and joy to the world in this way, to bear his image through music. As a mom of littles, it's easy to drift away into function, putting aside the things I once liked to do just for the fun of it, only completing the necessary tasks for getting through the day. It's easy to lose our sense of playfulness. I wonder, though, how we can serve our children well if we forget who we are. If we want to cultivate wholeness in them, we need to cultivate wholeness in ourselves. Prioritizing what brings us delight is a key to making this happen. Do you believe God likes you? We've been reconciled to God, regenerated by the blood of Jesus Christ. This gives us a lot of freedom. Psalm 37, four says, delight yourself also in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. The Hebrew word for delight is anag. It is a verb carrying connotations of being pliable, happy, luxurious, amorous, and pampered. I am already imagining a long, hot bath and a relaxing massage. The Gesenius Hebrew Chaldee lexicon defines delight as living softly and delicately. These are not usually the kinds of words included in clarion calls to deeper faith. However, delight is important a precious outpouring of ecstasy in response to being known 
and inhabiting that space at full capacity. But how do we delight ourselves in the Lord and who he made us to be when our days are spent meeting everyone else's needs? It's hard to feel luxurious and amorous when we are changing 50 diapers, cooking and cleaning up multiple meals and snacks, and fielding embarrassment over how many days it's been since we last shaved our legs. The poet Mary Oliver has a line I love in her essay Upstream that says, Attention is the beginning of devotion. We cannot apply ourselves to something we love if we never notice what we love. When a good beat hits my feet and the vocal improvisations flow out of my mouth like a good day in the kitchen, I know God's spirit is moving. The fire has been lit and now his wind can do his work. That first concert we did eight years ago in Portugal opened up a whole new reality for me. I had not realized that even the very act of singing could be powerful ministry, whether it was a worship song or not. What do you enjoy doing? Can you believe that God likes when you get to do those things? Many of us were ingrained from a young age with the thinking that we are at war with our flesh. If we like something, it must not be good. While our flesh can lead us into sin, it can also lead us into worship. When our bodies, not just our spirits, tune into who God says we are, peace and purpose abound, even while we are doing dishes or throwing in another load of laundry. Psalm 45.1 says, My heart overflows with a pleasing theme. I address my verses to the king. My tongue is like the pen of a ready scribe. God created our unique bodies and minds as an expression of his goodness. Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. As sacred vessels, engaging what we love becomes a practice of redemption, even if it's nothing more than solving a puzzle or keeping a pad of paper and a box of colored pencils handy for sketching while going about our day with our kids. Inviting them into our creative play can be surprisingly fun and fulfilling. When we make our gifts available to God amidst the changing seasons of motherhood, the banquet table of life gets a little more interesting. Here are some practical takeaways. I would love for you to spend some time reading Psalm 37 and ask the Holy Spirit to highlight specific passages for you. Do any of the verses give you goosebumps or stir up particular feelings and or memories? Pay attention to your physical response to what you are reading. Reread the section of this essay that defines what the Hebrew word for delight means. Which word is most challenging for you to believe God wants for you? Make a list of the things you like to do for fun, the things you reference to recharge your batteries like painting or woodworking, fishing or designing. Ask God to show you any connections and or new ways to partner with him to restore your soul and to show your kids what delighting in God might look like. Another practical takeaway is to create some margin in your day or week to say yes to those things, trusting that the Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. Psalm 37, 23. Is there a way you can serve your local church or community with your gifts? For some creative and spiritual inspiration, I highly recommend checking out Emily P. Freeman's A Million Little Ways and Paula Reinhardt's book, Strong Women, Soft Hearts.
Kelsey Folsom is a poet and singer making her home in beautiful Kansas City with her husband and four young children. She navigates the ups and downs of marriage and motherhood with black coffee, her library card, and a number two pencil. Her essay and poems are published in Motherly, Coffee and Crumbs, Grit and Virtue, Verily Magazine, Mothers Always Write, Kindred Mom, and Elsewhere. She is the author of three collections of poetry, Breaking the Jar, Finishing Line Press, 2022, Buried in the Margins, Finishing Line Press, 2020, and Words the Dirt Meant to Share, Desert Willow Press, 2018. Having lived in multiple countries and moved 14 times since getting married, Kelsey loves encouraging women to find refreshment and comfort in the moment-by-moment friendship of Jesus Christ. She firmly believes in the power of true worship to foster healing through the embodiment of God's unconditional love. When she isn't cooking for family and friends, she enjoys thrifting, reading Bible commentaries, and occasionally putting her BM in voice performance to good use. Connect with her on Instagram at Kelsey Folsom and sign up for her quarterly newsletter, The Shameless Beauty Digest. To read this entire essay by Kelsey, head to mamatheologians.com or follow the link in the show notes. There, you can also find a free downloadable worksheet that will give you space to reflect and process on the practical takeaways that Kelsey offered. If you have enjoyed this or any episode, would you please leave a rating and a review? These truly help to make the podcast more searchable and accessible so that other mothers like you can be encouraged to deepen their relationship with Christ in the midst of motherhood. We cherish and appreciate every single one. In her essay and practical takeaways, Kelsey references Psalm 37. So we're going to end this episode by listening to God's word together. Psalm 37 reads, He will not forsake his saints of David. Fret not yourself because of evildoers. Be not envious of wrongdoers, for they will soon fade like the grass and wither like the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and befriend faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him and he will act. He will bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not yourself over the one who prospers in his way, over the man who carries out evil devices. Refrain from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not yourself, it tends only to evil. For the evildoers shall be cut off, but those who wait for the Lord shall inherit the land. In just a little while, the wicked will be no more. Though you look carefully at his place, he will not be there. But the meek shall inherit the land and delight themselves in abundant peace. 
The wicked plots against the righteous and gnashes his teeth at him. But the Lord laughs at the wicked, for he sees that his day is coming. The wicked draw the sword and bend their bows to bring down the poor and needy, to slay those whose way is upright. Their sword shall enter their own heart, and their bows should be broken. Better is the little that the righteous has than the abundance of many wicked. For the arms of the wicked shall be broken, but the Lord upholds the righteous. The Lord knows the days of the blameless and their heritage will remain forever. They are not put to shame in evil times. In the days of famine, they have abundance, but the wicked will perish. The enemies of the Lord are like the glory of the pastures. They vanish like smoke. They vanish away. The wicked borrows but does not pay back, but the righteous is generous and gives. For those blessed by the Lord shall inherit the land, but those cursed by him shall be cut off. The steps of a man are established by the Lord when he delights in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be cast headlong, for the Lord upholds his hand. I have been young and now am old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsake or his children begging for bread. He is ever lending generously and his children become a blessing. Turn away from evil and do good, so shall you dwell forever. For the Lord loves justice. He will not forsake his saints. They are preserved forever, but the children of the wicked shall be cut off. The righteous shall inherit the land and dwell upon it forever. The mouth of the righteous utters wisdom and his tongue speaks justice. The law of his God is in his heart. His steps do not slip. The wicked watches for the righteous and seeks to put him to death. The Lord will not abandon him to his power or let him be condemned when he is brought to trial. Wait for the Lord and keep his way and he will exalt you to inherit the land. You will look on when the wicked are cut off. I have seen a wicked, ruthless man spreading himself like a green laurel tree, but he passed away and behold, he was no more. Though I sought him, he could not be found. Mark the blameless and uphold the upright for there is a future for the man of peace, but transgressors shall be altogether destroyed for the future of the wicked shall be cut off. The salvation of the righteous is from the Lord. He is their stronghold in the time of trouble. The Lord helps them and delivers them. He delivers them from the wicked and saves them because they take refuge in him. Psalm 37, English Standard Version. Mama, in the midst of the busy and hard, yet high and beautiful privilege of motherhood, may you abide in Christ and grow more in love with Him this week. <laughs>